This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey, this is Brian Donovan, and you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Leave Hurricane! This week, Nintendo once again drops some bombshell news of a new Hyrule Warriors game based upon the events of Breath of the Wild. Then, in our final stage review, we kick it off with Captain Tsubasa, Rise of the New Champions. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra, select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. We got a pretty cool episode this week as I finally, and I mean finally, get to talk about Captain Tsubasa, Rise of the New Champions, which is on PlayStation, uh, Nintendo Switch, and I believe Steam as well. And uh, I've been waiting to talk about this. I know I was going to talk about this last week, but I managed to finish Avengers quick enough and i end up reviewing that and by the way we will talk about that just a little bit because there's so many issues right now with that game uh i mean not too many issues but there were noticeable issues that are a that are considered a problem right now and uh they're to their credit they're working their best to fix those situations and problems but honestly there shouldn't have been in the first place you know this game should have come out already at the ready with no bugs and no problems i believe it came out they brought it out unfinished or 90 percent done uh or even 93 percent done to that extent with them just working on it consistently from there so uh, it, it's quite obvious in this case but i digress before we get really into things in the, in the world of gaming i want to give a big thanks to a few people one is professor antoine foreman for stopping by uh to discuss what we needed to know about the business practices of the gaming industry with all these in-app purchases and you know all of these these tactics these little tactics that they are doing right now to get more out of us than we need to be giving when it comes to the games that we buy i mean these things are 60 bucks alone and that's still a lot of money you know and i get like maybe a dlc or two or something like that that's one thing but to have these like in-app purchases that get you to buy currency and you know in-game currency or out you know in-app purchasing currency and all that stuff and you know and then try to make it make some certain games hard enough to suppress your idea to do it you know these things are the things that we need to understand and then once we understand it we can fight back at it and demand that we get better service that we demand better that we we're not falling for these these tactics because i think a lot of us just don't care to a point that we don't realize how much money we're spending and i'm just glad that we had the opportunity to have him on here you know he's an hbcu professor you know down in north carolina and you know he he was just it was great to have him and talk to him um on our talk time live well pretty much it was, i call it a talk time live exclusive but it's more or less a select start exclusive one of the first so you know it was really awesome to have him on the show to talk about that but you know kudos to him and hopefully we can have him back down the line you know uh as time goes by for other situations of that of that nature so uh i also want to give a big thanks to our previous guest brian donovan the one and only voice of rock lee from the naruto series for sending me an autographed funko pop figure of his character rock lee autographed and signed he just he's just a gift that keeps on giving love to brian donovan man he's just such an awesome dude since the day i've uh, i got a chance to actually meet him uh at the naruto panel he's just been every bit as awesome you know i can't thank him i'm really stuff like it's times like this where i'm just really blessed to be able to be in the world 
even a, even in a small margin of the world that these guys are involved in and all these people who are doing these great things and get a chance to talk to them about these things so um just just awesome awesome to hear so um let's get into some news there's some very interesting things and some explosive things and we just talked about it with uh, professor foreman uh, about these tactics one of which is also promotional ads and in, in, in uh product placement within video games you know you, you see it all the time in tv shows you also see it in movies it's also been in the gaming world but this was this time this was so blatant that fans were just outright upset and absolutely absolutely rightfully so and basically what our fans pissed about is once again electronic arts ea sports the company that i decided never to even invest in ever again after uh, the anthem situation and, and amongst other unethical things that they've done in the past just like dude i can't deal with them they they're I, you know ea to me always you know began to i used to love ea i love what ea was doing i love the fact that they started growing exponentially and they and they were one of the first to really get out and you know take their studios and their headquarters to another level they had this elaborate really awesome headquarters where you know their developers can actually have some recreational type of uh outlets to go to if they're working on programming and, and developing and designing to like hours on end they have places they can sleep they got food that they can eat they got um you know outdoor you know activities and recreational things that they could do is awesome but then the lawsuits came in and we discovered that they are being you know pushed to over to the limits you know not being able to go home not being able to see their families because they're trying to finish a lord of the rings game or whatever like that and you know there was a lot of lawsuits by the staff of ea in order to do that and that was like okay that's not cool <laughs> that's really not cool at all and then some other things came kept coming in you know over the years about them to the point that now ea sound, you know almost comes off sounding like evil assholes so the last games that i were getting was like the the ufc games and i just stopped because there was the loot crate situation that really pissed me off plus not to mention I still like the UFC Undisputed games that THQ used to make, you know, especially um, THQ, uh, what is it, 3, when they had the Pride mode. Still one of the best uh, MMA games I, I, I've ever played. Um, so EA came out, I think the last game I've ever got from them was uh, UFC 3. And I, and, and I played the Anthem demo and I was just like, I was done because it was just so convoluted in how to get into that whole system and everything. I was just fed up. But UFC 3 was a fun game to an extent. And then I stopped watching UFC 2 because of, you know, more or less political situations involving Dana White and the direction he is going and everything. But I did not like the loot crate system i thought it was just heinous i thought it was uh unethical that uh, what they were doing people were you know arguing down about this system uh the whole microtransactioning system and, and it just is just like this whole tactic which is why we have professor foreman on here in the first place to talk about this because it's been going on for far too long now for some reason they thought it was a great idea to actually put in an a, a update where it allows in-game ads to stream during replays and, and not only that here's the thing apparently according to a lot of people and gamers and in, in reports that it said that when the replay comes a an entire commercial comes on like commercials of the boys come on which i do love that show i you know i'm a big fan of the show watch the first three episodes watch the first uh season um you know i that show is awesome I don't need to see it in a video game unless it is based on the video game you know unless the boys is a video game you know i don't need to see it as a commercial in a game that i spent 60 dollars or even a hundred dollars for a for a deluxe version or whatever like that so they decided to feel like it was a great idea and that we will be okay with it to do that <laughs> you evil assholes <laughs> no that's not it you silly rabbit but here it, it, it it's just it boggles my mind that they thought that this was going to be okay a new update for ea sports ufc4 
added the ability to stream unwanted promotional ads in the game. Can you understand why did, that was not a great idea? I don't understand. This is like the same type of, you know, people that you work with who doesn't have appropriation, you know, when it comes to doing ads based on race and a, and a fumble. It's like the, uh, the, the, the people who brought in the KFC ad, which had a piece of chicken that was supposed to be like a, a black fist. Yeah, that was not a, who are these people and why are they working? <laughs> why did they think that this was a good idea? There's no way in the world that this could have been a, considered a good idea. This is something that you would normally see in a freemium game that gives you the option to pay for a version without the ads. Only, however, this is happening during a 60 or $100 paid version of a game and fans are rightfully upset. The ad comes up during replays. It doesn't matter whether it comes up in replays, it comes in before, after, whatever. It should never, never, ever happen. Uh, EA responded to the outcry on Reddit and confirmed that they disabled the ads by the team, followed by an apology. I won't go over that apology. It's, it's just basically saying that, you know, they were absolutely wrong and they didn't think about it, uh, you know, in, in, in a nutshell. And, you know, it was just there. It was their bad, pretty much. Um, to me, that's not it. That's not enough. I think that type of thing deserves some type of other uh, incentive to that, if, in my opinion. This is the type of um, outcry from fans, though that we need to address in many of these multi-million dollar game developers who are trying to make find many ways to take money from that uh from us more than they give and to me it's just it, it's just sad i hate the way the direction of the gaming industry is going because it's taking away the artistic integrity of these games all of the hard work all of the beauty all of the the fluidity and, and, and the creativity of it is being diluted by these money cash grabbing ideas and it's like you don't care about the art of the game anymore you care about them only getting the money that you come out from it um i you know i sadly i would give um avengers that too i'll give dragon ball xenoverse that i just played they're all doing the same thing they're adding on all of these options to pay uh to spend real money for in-game currency so you could get things earlier or you just have to grind it out insanely, fa you know, fast. You know, it, it, I get it. You, you're trying to find ways to get money. I get that. But do it in another way. Maybe do an expansion pack. Maybe do something else. Like, this is just not the best way to do it. Like, it, it didn't even furthermore making things, uh, you know, spiking the difficulty level harder. Or not, it's just, it's, the things that they're doing right now, it's just, it's taken away the fun and entertainment from video games and they want you to the thing is too and this is the the unrealistic part to me the thing is they are taking oh they want you to focus on one game consistently okay like the the real the like the, the real world and i can't just speak for myself because i review a lot of games on a fly but the, the reality is that even if you're not reviewing a game even if you're not doing all that you're still the problem is you're still actually you know going to be playing a different game soon once you finish the story mode people only mostly care about the story you know option they're trying to make a game experience that will keep you on going like street fighter street fighter is one of those games that are still like ongoing game experiences but even i feel like that the numbers have probably fallen from that you know it's been years now since they've you know done anything totally new with that i mean they've added a lot more people to it a lot of more stages and and and, and characters or whatever or whatnot but we're waiting for six and we want six and nobody really wants to stick to one game all the time nobody has an attention span even that even though we live in a short attention society even if we didn't nobody really wants to stick to a game that long that's never happened in history where a game one person yeah i mean there's always a go back to game that we play and i mentioned that with mega ran like and, and i talk about that on our acmg facebook group is that we have go back to games every once in a while that we go back to and play and enjoy but then when that new game comes we're not putting attention to that game anymore nor nor will we like there's not one game that good enough that we're gonna go back into in a, in a sense 
um, that we don't want any a new experience. Eventually, we get tired of the same experience, and we don't want to keep prolonging that experience. We want to be able to go back and appreciate what we have. Like for instance, playing Avengers uh, last week and still playing it on some in some cases. You know, because of the bugs and the, and the uh, glitches and everything that this thing is still ongoing right now, uh, people are having trouble with the locks, with their costumes being locked. I know I had that problem as well. I still have that problem. They haven't fixed that yet, even though a new patch has come. Uh, recently, it didn't fix the problem consistently. Uh, I had also had a problem where all of a sudden Black Widow was flying out of the <laughs> was flying uh, out of the sky and just kept flying away from the world map. That actually is, I believe they said they fixed that now with this new patch. Um, but it just reminded me of why I felt that Spider-Man was so damn good and why, you know, Marvel of Ultimate Alliance 3 is so damn good. Uh, you know, you want to go back to those games every once in a while and enjoy that. You don't want to keep going on going. Now, if they got an expansion pack, like I said, that's fine. But, you know, trying to do all these things to I will pay for an expansion pack. Some expansion packs can be from 10 to 30 bucks for a whole nother experience i don't mind that because you're getting another few hours of playtime. like when mortal kombat came out with that new story mode that was awesome another few hours of gameplay on that loved it stick to that do not put any loot crates or anything on here and it was even funny is that we talked about this last week avengers said that they wasn't going to do any you know in, in that purchasing or microtransactions or loot crates or anything then we see this system where it allows you to buy in-game currency to buy things early i that that to me was just like a slap in the face and maybe it's karma is the reason why these issues are happening with that game right now you know in its core the actual like i said in its core the story mode was great and the fact that we can't play the story mode right now sucks and we got to rely on these stupid mission modes that eventually gets boring and tired after a while and leveling up becomes tedious after a while and you know that b is starting to become a b minus at this point because of these issues now and i i don't know i don't know what's going to happen with that uh, situation they're working on it hard they're working hard on it i should say and we'll see but these things that ea and all and all these other companies are doing just stop it, it just just really stop it um and i'm really torn to shreds of what um xenoverse has become like i said the core the core um story of xenoverse 2 dragon ball xenoverse 2 i should say is really good the story modes are great but this new update that they have people are having hard times playing it and you got every once in a while you get a cat that says like well i beat it well dude you've been playing it harder than most than more people and like you may not everybody wants to be that hardcore in a game that's just the reality of things um some things aren't just you just want to be played leisurely you want to be able to accomplish things to leisurely some things you you should have a choice as to whether you want to you know play you know play hard or play you know leisurely I, that's just my belief like the game experience if you know you don't want to be forced to things and if that's the case then no it's not worth it i'll just move on to the next game that you we have plenty of options here so that is that so you know i i can't i'm sorry for the ea community that constantly always comes back to these things I, I, it's just sad what's really sad is that you see these things keep happening and people keep going back to them like you we we as consumers have so much power of of our dollar over what we invest in and it just amazes me that we settle i mean me not personally but just us as a whole we settle and we shouldn't settle we shouldn't settle for who's in office we shouldn't settle for how our community is being done and we shouldn't settle for damn sure like how the game experiences is going to be we should never settle for any of that we have power we have value we have the right just because they do a little bit of glitz and glamour shouldn't determine whether they're not doing us the justice or the value that we deserve so i mean look think about that for a sec man and you know you want to talk about quality you want to talk about great branding you want to talk about uh you know consistent service and brand you know in, in, in of a uh, gaming company let's talk about nintendo 
who is celebrating the 35th anniversary of Mario. And that was huge enough with all the announcements that we talked about last week. But then they dropped another bombshell just yesterday. One that is to the hearts of those who have religiously played Breath of the Wild. And I'm going to be saying Breath of the Wild a lot in this part of this this segment here. And um, Nintendo announces a new Hyrule Warriors game called Age of Calamity. Okay. I love Zelda. I absolutely love Breath of the Wild. It's one of the best Zelda games of all time. And I absolutely thought it was one of the greatest games uh, the Switch has ever come out with still to this day. Um, I've never been so immersed in a game experience like I have with that. It was so much to the point. I, I find it hard for me to want to play that again because I'll get so drawn into that world. The, the, the unlimited things that you could do in that game is just outrageous the logic the physics i mean the physics everything about that game was just so beautifully designed and no glitches and no bugs whatsoever in that game okay just putting it out there one of the greatest games of all time so one of the other zelda games that i like is hyrule warriors is because this is the hack and slash version of a franchise that i like so i'm not just going around doing rpg stuff i'm just hacking and slashing one versus a thousand and i love it so you combine breath of the wild with hyrule warriors and what do you get you get age of calamity this game is not only a follow-up to hyrule warriors the series uh the series that we had before but it's also a prequel to breath of the wild I love this. Age of Calamity takes place a hundred years before the events of Breath of the Wild. If you remember when you play the game, for those who have played, uh, you know, BOTW, it was it, it mentioned something about the Great Calamity uh, that led up to the situations to the events of that game. So now this game is going to allow us to experience that situation, all of those situations that led up to this hundred year. Uh, event that led up to a uh, breath of the wild is so we're going to see this in full effect now the great calamity is is just one of the coolest things that we we got a glimpse to see it but now we get to see it in full koei tecmo has been on a roll lately i mean with great releases like fairy tale and all of the other dynasty warrior games and the uh warriors orochi games and such um right now they're becoming bandai namco they're becoming what Bandai Namco to me was. And I feel like Bandai Namco is still one of my favorite companies, but they've kind of fell off a little bit with some of the games and some of the things that they've been doing lately. Uh, Jump Force, admittedly, I'm, I, I gotta admit this right now. Um, I decided to invest in Jump Force again for the Switch because I was told that things have gotten better so i'm like i don't want to play this again i don't want to re-download this again on the um on the playstation because to me it was a letdown on the playstation to me it was it i was completely let down in a sense of this didn't look like the, what i was what i was expecting it didn't play like it was expecting i was i didn't like the fact that we didn't play the the actual um I didn't like the fact that we only played the story mode once. Uh, it, it downgraded, so I decided, like, look, it's fifty bucks on the Switch. Let me check it. Excuse me. Let me check it out on the Switch and see it there. Honestly, I think it's actually better on the Switch. Even you can see that there are some definite graphic uh, graphical changes to Jump Force. It's still not to my liking in a sense of some of the way it, the, the gameplay uh schematic is the the, the uh, control scheme and the art of countering and stuff like that i mean there's some things i don't like about it, but it's a little bit more playable a little uh, a bit more solid than it was before in terms of gameplay but still like i think j star uh victory versus plus is still a way better and more fun game but this is better and uh, you know to that respect but uh, it's still not i'm still a little bit disappointed but it looks actually better to me on the switch than it does on the playstation because i don't ex- i didn't expect the graphics to look that good on a nintendo switch whereas on a playstation 4 and xbox it's like you could have done a lot better graphically with 
that and it and the game's only six gigs big and that's why it's on a nintendo switch anyway so it's a disappointment on a playstation 4 and an xbox but on a uh, nintendo switch it looks actually really really good uh it looks way above expectations on air but you know considering what you can uh what the graphic power that uh both the xbox and the playstation 4 and pc has it, it could have been much better much much better than that so uh but i digress you know koi tecmo has done so well and i love fairy fairy tale is probably by far my all-time greatest rp uh turn-based rpg game i don't know what game what rpg games are, are like this but if not i will always have fairy tale to enjoy the way that they handle that is just so good and i just love what uh, koi koi tecmo is doing right now i just love it um and hyrule warriors for god's sakes is just awesome so to have not only Hyrule Warriors uh, version that is based on uh, Breath of the Wild and didn't have the actual game look exactly like Breath of the Wild with the same beautiful art design and character design and such. Oh, this is this game is going to be so awesome. I can't wait. Um, this game will give you an opportunity also to play as all of the characters that you had the chance of meeting during the previous game. This game is a great way to hold us off until the actual sequel to Breath of the Wild comes out next year much like the first hyrule warriors uh game you will be able to fight your way through hordes of ganon's monsters while leveling up and acquiring new moves and weapons along the way so the game's visuals and design are fashioned uh to, as the title uh we love so much so i i'm looking for so much for, um looking forward to this not only that this game will be available on november 20th which is not so far away and you can pre-order it right now which i am going to be doing trust me please believe that i'm going to be doing that there's going to be a lot of mario and zelda buys today after this show is over so um this time uh it will have uh you know a lot of i think multiplayer might be along with this as well so um i don't i think that's what they said i'm not sure but it's coming out on uh november 20th that's all that matters and again i love nintendo because whenever they you, you know normally whenever they have big announcements and nintendo directs there's always actual dates like they barely have dates that they uh, that they don't honor and say that it's coming out they've only had like one or two maybe times where they had to postpone you know production due to circumstances beyond their control and you you understand it because you know when they finally come out with it it's going to be awesome uh look animal crossing had to be postponed and now it's out and everybody's having a field day with that no there's been no complaints or anything about that game whatsoever that play, that game is fluid as hell have not heard one complaint about animal crossing since it came out so uh i'm ready for this i am so so ready for this so uh get ready so folks that will do it for this portion of our show we're going to take a break come back and i am going to have the pleasure of talking about captain subasa rise of the new champions and find out why you need to get this as well especially if you're not a sports fan we'll do that right after this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time live.com talktomlive.com provides all of our acmg content with new and previous episodes exclusive interviews articles and much more visit talktomlive.com and let us help you learn to let go live life and love all things acmg talk time live
we are back with our final stage review, and it is my review of Captain Tsubasa Rise of the New Champions based on the beloved anime series. And before we even get down to it, I just want to leave a disclaimer. These are my opinions. These are my reviews. This is the way I see it. This is the way it's going to be. You may have a different one, and that is fine. But what I would like for you to take is just maybe some initiative on what I feel when i play this game and you might feel the same way when you play it it may not happen that's okay but i definitely want to talk about this and also note that i've only played the single player version of these games because that's all that matters to me whether it works online or not sometimes i don't really care because i don't like playing online so this is based on just the single player experience which to me is the most important experience because if that's not solid then the online experience is not going to be any better so this has to work on an online base to do it so let's get down to it i freaking love this game i may actually consider this my favorite sports game <laughs> in a long time if not ever to one of the best anime based games that bandai namco has ever produced in years i haven't had this much fun since xenoverse and actually more or less uh naruto ultimate ninja storm uh, series it's up there this is this game is in that ranks but you know this is totally a refresh feel for an anime based game because we've if you played a lot of bandai namco anime games before i mean you kind of know what you're getting but you know they did something totally different with this this is a total new different genre different element different way of game playing and a different way to enjoy a anime series that you may have loved or may not even known about so we're going to talk about this because i would never been a captain subasa fan until now um i never got it and, and and this is the also the biggest benefit when you make games like this to get people who are not familiar with the genre or the popularity of this to be a little bit uh immersed into it and i think honestly in my opinion job well done here um this did a lot for me to really get into the series but all, i'll be mean, not in the game but also the series as well so i and i just found out that on youtube they're playing their all episodes of captain subasa playing on youtube right now sub version so i'm definitely going to be checking that out as well as i'm looking at a gameplay on youtube right now as we're talking here so let's get down to the story because there's this game has so much depth and gameplay uh replay value to this it's awesome it's absolutely awesome i really love what they did with this the story just in a nutshell in the story campaign called the journey uh you it takes you through uh subasa uh osoros road to the third to his third consecutive championship win he won a three he basically wants to three-peat the championships because and he's become already famously known i'm not sure if this is clearly based on actual episodes here uh i know that they said they had an original story which is also the other story mode that they had that we'll be talking about shortly but um i'm not necessarily sure if this is clearly based on it, it as you go through the story mode it feels like that is coming off based on some of the events that happen in the actual series but I'm, I'm not sure because i haven't seen it yet but nonetheless just an awesome awesome uh story mode for me and i really enjoyed it i really liked the drama that they brought into it and how they interplayed the cutscenes in with the stuff and into the gameplay it's just really well done um this is what i love this this game is every bit of why i love bandai namco and why i love what they do with these type of games here so you know subasa and his and his uh japan team uh his high school japan team uh is trying to go for their consecutive third championship so it's focused on that and making making him the greatest of all time facing some of uh, the greatest teams in japan there is also a second story mode called new hero which focuses on a rookie character that you create as you work with a captain to be the world's best and you have three choices of three other teams to enter in a competition uh to mostly basically your your, your target is to go up against subasa as these other teams and you're the rookie character within these teams from there so you had that situation going on uh you start in in an elimination tournament in japan to see who will be eligible to enter the youth junior world challenge tournament as a part of the all japan team 
So this is where all that uh, comes into. Your rookie will have the opportunity to interact with up to five friends that you can learn and grow from. Uh, When you playing a new hero campaign, you will have times in between matches where you will interact with certain players in your team uh, using a dating simulation system. Uh, which has you pick dialogue options that will actually change the direction of the story here so i mean again a lot more replay value coming here you can always go back to the game and you know go back into the story do something different with it see what happens from there uh the one thing i love about the system is the ability to take your time while making a decision i've played games where you had to take where you have to choose an option really really fast and you don't have a time enough time to read all of the options so uh i think this happens in, in the yakuza games and a few other games where this happened where you see the time going so quickly and it's like okay i gotta quickly pick something out but i don't have enough time to you know to pick it out to see if i actually made the right decision or not so this in this version you know when you pick a when you pick a situation that happens you're actually picking you know it allows you to take time to read everything every option that you have on here so i really appreciated that little uh it's little things that makes uh, the experience a lot better uh you have a short time amount of time to choose one of the responses and it's just a very it's just very slow and i really appreciate that so creating a good friendship will allow will also gain you many skills and moves uh that you can use when playing including special moves that is in here and special moves is what really brought me into this game here the story mode comes with lots of narrative both story modes i should say lots of narrative dialogue and cool anime cutscenes throughout the camp both campaigns um during the story mode gameplay uh there are times when you get cutscene like interplay cut um scenes here where it kind of orchestrates the narrative to which leads you to into a situation where the odds are against you or sometimes you if you hit the right if you go the right direction and say you pass it to the right person a cut scene will just pop up and eventually some new things will happen where you get the advantage so it all depends on how you go in in that direction so i really enjoyed it. it and it has you on the edge of your feet too so the first time around when I played the game, I literally was just, I'd never felt like this excited when playing a game and didn't know what was going to happen. Didn't, cause, you know, I was just so new to the experience and whatnot. So I, it, it, like I said, it had me on the edge of my feet and I was just, it was crazy. I really, really enjoyed what I, um, I, I had. I mean, there were times when I literally got, excited as if i was actually watching a sporting event <laughs> like it, and i you know i remember when i used to be go to sports bars to watch ufc and it was one of those big you know main events happening i am i'm pounding on tables i am like going crazy it was almost to that level watching you know going through this game because i didn't know where the direction was going to go and even if you honestly even if you play you know uh in a higher level in this game it really has you on edge i mean it it gives you that real sports feel to this and i love it i absolutely enjoyed this immensely um the game you know it it, honestly the game does a great job bringing the emotion out of you here um the anime cutscenes can be unlocked for replay at any time as well so even if you don't want to go directly into the story modes you just want to see the cutscenes they have a place for it in the collections uh, option as well as well as the story mode games as well you can watch a lot of the movies that has been uh, that you unlocked on air each win uh, and I should say, let me uh, not go ahead of myself. The further you succeed in the campaign, the better your players and your team will become because each win uh, you you get grants you the ability points that will allow you to strengthen your character and your team as well. Uh, these RPG elements really do factor in greatly in progression. Uh, unlike some other games that I've recently played that feels like the, the process drags a bit, you know, just a bit. So uh, gameplay wise... The game takes a little bit of a learning curve, but I can tell you once you do it, it will you you'll be hooked on it. Like when this game first came out, if you guys remember, it came out last week and or a week a week or so ago, and it came out right about the time during the unti- the sad news of um, Chadwick Boseman's untimely death. So 
I'm still trying to play through this game and I'm just having the worst time because I'm just bummed out about the, this tragic news here and trying to figure out how to play this game. And there were times I would place the Sabasa story campaign with every match ending in a tie entering in a shootout, which the shootout, the shootout, I'm sorry, the shootouts, it can, it could go any way. It could go any way possible. And the shootouts are very tense here. <laughs> so what I decided to do, because I didn't kind of figure out all of the story modes and the tutorials and everything and how everything exactly worked. So I decided to use everything that I learned in the tutorials and just go into practice mode and play through the free practice after going through all of the tutorials, which in fact is absolutely beneficial. Uh, the It made everything different from this point on. My playing around with the free practice absolutely had me figuring out the timing of dribble of the dribble system which really really helped and is really instrumental to the gameplay uh in itself so um i managed to center myself and assimilate into the gameplay very smoothly which then i mean so much so to the fact that i completely started to uh, I, I really went back into the story mode, but I started over again i begin just from scratch i and and to my to my uh you know to my notice it was dramatically different the experience was was different from here i was able to i was more in control of the uh the dribbling system and i was dominating <laughs> the game turned out to be as fun as i hoped it to be since its announcement and i really really enjoyed everything i truly enjoyed this game the more i played and began dominating this game i like it was like eight zit <laughs> like it would be like every times it would be like three points to zero it would be eight to zero it would be eight to one but at the end i normally would be the winner of every single match that i had because i begin to understand it more the control scheme is much simpler than i thought but i would you know when you're stressed when you're like stressed out and discouraged you don't think properly so it just takes time sometimes you just need to go away and come back or just evaluate reevaluate the situation as well so uh whatever i'm going to say here the i mean you have the ability to do everything you normally would do in a fifa game experience but it's just the, the controls just are simplistic and easy and fun and user friendly um you have you know there are the throw passes you got combo passes you got shot uh you know uh features long passes tackle moves and the ability to dribble and dash dribble which i said like i said is instrumental to how you're going to score in this game however the game begins uh, becomes over the top and crazy with your ability to pull off special shots like the drive shot, the tiger shot, the bullet shots, and many, many, many more. I mean, these epic moves can be equivalent to that of the of a Hadouken or a Sonic Boom in Street Fighter. That's what lured me into this game in the first place because, I, like I said, I've always liked over the top games. Inazuma Eleven was another soccer uh, RPG game that I've played before that was just like this, and I absolutely love that. I think what they did with captain sabasa took it to another level i mean just as far as visually and just gameplay wise i just love what they did and it's funny because inazuma 11 was supposed to be coming out for the switch it never did not even for the japan version it is still up in the air like this this should have never this game should have never come out before inazuma 11 inazuma 11 was said to be out a lot uh earlier than what this supposed to be for some reason it has not been it's in it's on a shelf apparently along with no more heroes 3 we don't know when these games are coming out so but thank goodness this game came out and it it is outstanding uh, and, and and it's premise at least the single player version as well again i haven't played the uh online version i don't have any desire to play the online version so i'm sorry for you on that one if you are looking for that aspect but once you hit the a um once you hit the a button or the circle button on the ps4 you'll be able to charge the shot gauge and pull off one of these power moves and it's just epic as hell it's like any every bit is a kamehameha wave you know it's just it's just so awesome um the moves can be so powerful that it tends to deplete the substantial amount of energy from the goalies uh gauge the uh, defense gauge in there however the closer you get to the uh goal uh the, the kicking power becomes more intense so much so that the goalie can't sustain that much power at close range and he may wind up flying into the goal and you may get the score as well i mean just so many dramatic 
climatic, epic, you know, moments in this game that makes it so much fun. Uh, also, the tackling as well. Like, just be, <laughs> if you see, if you have the bars or when your opponent has the ball and you're, tra- you're chasing towards them, you're hitting the R button to get, you know, to gain faster momentum and you're kicking, you're rather kicking them or, or uh, running into them and you just have your character flying your characters is flying in the air like just knocked out as you gain the ball back and you pass it on it's just it's just ex- over the top and extreme all around uh it's just i love it i absolutely enjoy this game so much uh eventually it, it, you know you will get into a situation sometimes if you play the harder modes you may actually like i said you may actually tie up and you may end up having to do a shootout shootout modes are so freaking intense because you have to guess where your um the goalie's gonna go and maybe kick out from there so i it, it's it's really hard to figure out sometimes where this is going to, what direction this is gonna go but uh it, the game experience is just great uh another form of gameplay comes in uh a button mashing sequence where you clash with in a sky with another opponent and order to gain momentum and direction of the soccer ball this feature can be compared to dragon ball moments where goku is firing off a kamehameha wave against uh vegeta's final flash and you see these uh rivaling dueling type of uh beams just hitting each other and you're just butting mash button mashing to see who's going to get ahead of the game it's kind of like that i mean they really have a lot of these really cool moments and stuff and epic moments this is why i love anime style uh you know sports because you get these really really cool <laughs> visuals and features and everything so i love it the dribble system is also a major factor uh it, it, as i mentioned before if you successfully dribble past your opponents two opponents i would say uh you will have the ability to charge your power shot faster your gauge will become a lot faster than that so that's why it's so instrumental to be able to learn how to dribble because once you get through that you can maneuver around your opponents and charge your gauge at the same time and once your gauge is charged you let go of the a that power move is going to hit it will and, uh, and like i said the closer you get the more powerful and energy the more energy you get to take out as well so i love what they did with that you also have power passes as well which is you know kind of the same type of technique as the power shots and uh, more great techniques that make the games as awesome uh, an awesome experience as well you also got the dual uh experience you know the dual techniques as well that you could do two people are uh, kicking at the same time making the actual shot even more powerful and there's no way that you're uh, you're going to be able to sustain that as well so let's talk about presentation and representation as well because that also plays a that was one of the major major noticeable things about this that was absolutely awesome here the presentation in the game celebrates why the anime series is so beloved for years not only does captain sabasa look visually stunning and it looks like the anime series come you know you know i want to say come to life but it looks like the actual anime series at its best and you're able to control everything that's happening in the anime uh, series as well not only is captain sabasa visually stunning but the arenas are full of vibrant colors and that screams excitement you can hear the crowd a huge elaborate crowd packed house all to see um this game you know these are high school gamers but it's just like these are these are like pro gamers their arenas are built like major arenas in japan or something like that so it's really awesome but if they have games that play like this hell yeah i would go to this <laughs> so everything about the game has a real sports feel despite the fact that it is an anime is based on the anime you know but that's the thing that we love that makes anime so lovable is because when they have anime series based on like real world situations yeah they have a little bit of a fantasy based element to it but there is some sort of re- realistic element as well you know they do talk about technicalities of certain things and certain aspects of sports and some of the real world situations that happens in sports to give it that real world feel but then they add on their fantasy element to it and that's what makes it so special that's what makes anime so special in a nutshell uh they also they even have a halftime story progression uh during the story mode here where your team goes back to the locker room to have discussions on the next strategy as well as moments of character development here from the beginning to the end this game starts with teams coming out for the starting lineup 
as the same way that you would at a real sporting event uh, to come, uh, you know, to line up to the commentators narrating all through the gameplay and um, the, the Japanese uh, commentating makes it seem uh, so much more exciting and so eventful, you know, the way commentators should be. So in versus mode, you can play in a single uh, or multiplayer league uh, or tournament as well. You have that option as well. You know, I love tournaments, so it just really, really got me excited, which really goes out of their way to make you feel like you're really competing in a real soccer football slash football uh, game, including providing a championship presentation with the winner holding the game trophy. And that's the part I love about their tournament mode. It, it, it's not just you're winning a actual uh it's not like you're really winning an actual you know tournament and that's it no they give you the full championship presentation along with it like you see your characters holding the trophy up and it like i said the whole experience it's just great uh but of all else that i appreciated about this game was in fact the level of social representation the game had Captain Tsubasa Rise of the New Champions is not the uh, is on a very small list of games that have displayed a multitude of diversity throughout the game, uh, showing characters from each every continent complete with hairstyles uh, that shows race appropriation at its best, uh, which shows how much Japan has actually changed and evolved over the years. Uh, of its depiction of the world in particular t- pertaining to uh, Africans and African-Americans at that. Um, you know, we talked about this a while back during the, uh, what is that? I talked about this during uh, my review of Kaneko Man. I look back at Kaneko Man, and, which was in the 80s and their depiction of Africans and, you know, black people in general, which was, you know, based upon what they thought that they knew and there was you know this was during the time when there was no internet and you didn't know too much you only go by certain things so you know they made mistakes in that matter but it was mistakes that they absolutely corrected now because you look at games like this you look at games like final fantasy 7 remake which had a tremendous amount of uh representation in there both you know not only just you know black people uh people of color but also you know lgbtq as well it was just amazing what they did with that that was one of the only games that had some of the most i you know social uh, representation in there and then i see captain sabasa rise of the new champions and there's just multiple amount of um representation of people of color in there i was so I mean, you could. I couldn't have loved this game any more than when I saw the American team and I saw the uh, what is it? The um, I forgot the other teams that were in there, but there's a whole team that has a whole team of color of, of black people in there. And I don't know if it's I don't know if they considered a Brazilian team or whatever like that, but it was still nonetheless. There's just a whole bunch of different. Even a France team had a um, a black uh, character in there, so. I was very, very appreciative, and right there and then, it was like, okay, I need to watch this series immediately. I need to find a way to watch the series, and I, because I really appreciated that they gave everybody a chance. And then when you have the the creator suite, creative suite, also, it's just, I, man, I will talk about that right now. But I was very much impressed with the outcome of this game development and an attention to detail on this. And I was, I was so happy to see that it, it just made me feel so appreciative <laughs> in this game that, you know, people like me are in this game. So, and that you can also create people like you in this game as well. Cause their ultimate edit gives you the chance to create your own team with your own, uh, with which, which you can also play in versus mode and online versus mode as well. So, they advertised that this would be an online only feature, if I'm correct. But to my joyful surprise, it is also used for both uh, for both offline and online, which means I can enjoy this feature as a single player as well. Once uh, you play through the new hero story mode you uh, with your creative character, you can register it on to the other modes as and add them to uh one of the established teams or your own team that you you could create and customize everything from clothing to facial features hairstyles cleats socks and every and even your own team complete with its own emblem that you create from scratch i i mean the create I, i was not expecting to that they would have a creative suite with this much depth 
it, it, it's almost it's almost up there with like the WWE games that I've played or some of the other sports games that I've played. It's it's pretty damn deep. Like they really did put a lot of emphasis on this game in its whole. And to follow that with a really in-depth creative suite, I was so impressed with this. Um, you know, items from uh, for your characters can be purchased using in-game currency, not out. There's there's no, and I mean, I've prayed that they stick to this way, but there is absolutely no sight of any way to use your real money to buy. You earn everything in-game. And it is very important considering what we just talked about in the situations in the other episode I just had as well. There's there's only in-game currency in here. There's sweet justice after all. Uh, only that you gain from playing through the story mode campaigns, which is based uh, on previous discussions. I mean, this is a blessing. This is the way that this is the type of game that I want to play. I you know this. I hope they did they don't do what they did uh, to this that they did with Xenoverse as well. I, I will be fairly disappointed. Um, there's also collection mode for those who may not be familiar with the series uh, or the characters itself. This mode will help you get a little bit more acquainted with the series and the characters through sections that uh, focus on character information specifics um, to even movies that give you a, more, a little bit more in-depth info on Subasa and others uh, during the series as well. You can also play the music for the game uh, in here too. So overall, this to me was, like I said, I'll say it again. This to me was one of the best anime-based games I've played from Bandai Namco in years. Like not just talking about games that they re that they brought back out for the Nintendo Switch or whatever like that. Like the the best new anime based game that they've come out with in years since the the ultimate uh the ultimate uh Ninja Storm series and the Xenoverse series as at some uh, point as well. I mean, just absolutely great. Um, you know, I it's just I was just blown away. It, this it, this game was a breath of fresh air to see and play you know something from this company that was absolutely enjoyable from start to finish i hope that they don't toy with this like they did with dragon ball xenoverse because that would be this, this game is in itself right now is a true champion game and that's why i get this game and the single player experience all around an a take it or leave it that's what i give it that's the feeling i have i could i could go back to this game and enjoy it every single time i played it and i've been playing other games in between but every time i go back to this game it always immersed me in kudos to the development team that put this together i hope they do another one and i hope that they don't bastardize it the way that they've done other games because we need to stop all of that as well folks that will do it for this edition of select starters about to say talk to them live <laughs> exclusive um that that will do it for this episode of select start i hope you guys enjoyed this i hope i was able to convince you to get captain Sabasa, or i hope that you agree that to some of the things that i enjoyed about it as well uh it's just it's just awesome game this sunday i am finally going to get down and talk about uh superman man of tomorrow because i haven't had a chance to do that and a lot of things have come about so we're going to talk about that movie and definitely get down on it plus come to find out we did talk about this they said they were going to do this and in fact that they're doing this there is another dc fandom coming this weekend i don't know if it's just the same stuff that they actually did or not or are they going to have some new content don't know maybe we'll talk about it maybe we won't i don't know i I don't know if i'm ready to take another whole 12 hours a day to watch this whole thing again because i was drained watching the first one despite the fact they provided such awesome information and stuff like that i did i do believe that they said that they were doing this because they were fans who weren't going to be able to do it well you got a second chance so maybe it is the stuff that we've already seen i'll check out for sure but if there's some new information we'll be talking about that as well and hopefully some more information to come for sure so uh but uh superman man of tomorrow will definitely be we have reviewed on sunday so stay tuned for that and much much more please keep following us on talktimelive.com for uh, all of your recent episodes and much much more uh new episodes new exclusive interviews will be set on there you go to our exclusive uh, exclusive page or you can type directly talktimelive.com forward slash exclusives uh or exclusive not without not plural so uh you can go there check it out you can also subscribe and download every episode and never miss a beat on spotify iHeartRadio, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, TuneIn, and of course, all Amazon devices from there. So go out of your way to check it out and more, much, much more. Folks, thank you so much. And um, keep everything going. Again, have a choice in life. Make sure that you get what you want to value, both in the gaming world and in society in general. November's coming. It's going to be like winter. And it's going to be deep. But we got to make change. So get ready. Get your mail-in votes in. Get it all that in. Get ready. Because change is inevitable. So uh, do that. And while you're doing it, mask up and keep everybody safe as well. So folks, thank you so very much. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care and be safe, people. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.